Is it an erotic friction problem or a relationship problem, right? You have to always determine what it is. And you can't apply erotic friction remedies to a relationship problem, but you can also not apply relationship remedies to an erotic friction problem. They're totally different things. If you have, to, if you have a relationship problem, you must come to the table and get on the same page again. That's your relationship remedy. So all relationship therapy has to do with establishing common goals, values, communication, agreement, compromise. That's your relationship remedy. But the very things that make the relationship uh, you know, remedy work kill the erotic friction if you don't know it's an erotic friction problem. And so if you have an erotic friction problem, you have to apply the remedies that work for that, and that is spending less time together, um, doing things different, switching up the leading and following. Uh, there's, a, there's a second principle that's called, we call it that, um, uh, is a contraction and expansion, right? So, so you have, you have ex co you know, expansion, like very, becoming very big and joyous and expanded, and you have contraction, which makes it, you know, uncomfortable but hot. Mm -hmm. So when you when one person wants to be very expanded, mm -hmm. the other one wants to be really contracted. Mm -hmm. That's not gonna work unless you know how to play with that. Mm -hmm. And then you have you know leading and following. So if the person who leads also expands you, uh, then that produces a certain bodily sensation. The person who leads contracts you, that leads to a certain bodily exp uh, experience. Okay. And so, you know, these are things to know, and then you can play in that domain um, within the erotic friction, rem re you know, remedies. Okay. And, but for that, you might have to have a conversation in the relationship remedy domain that says, look, things have changed. Mm -hmm. uh, I love you, we're together, we're going to work this out by trying different things. Mm -hmm. And then you have agreement, mm -hmm. which is very important, and then you can go to mm -hmm. switching it up. Mm -hmm. I have all kinds of material on okay. that since this is one of my areas of expertise. Okay. Um, and what we're, what we're doing here is essentially preparing your body mm -hmm to be able to nimbly do that, go back and forth, have it, have it available, mm -hmm. um, be able to, you know, go one way or the other mm -hmm. at will when you want to. And the other thing I want to tell you, having been at this for 26 years now in the relationship counseling mm -hmm. domain, every good long-term relationship has lulls. And there's never, you will never hear anybody go, oh yeah, we've been married for 50 years and we had a great sex life all the way along. Bullshit, right? You're supposed to have ebbs and flows because you change. One person changes, then the other person changes. You have children, your hormones change. Somebody loses a job, somebody loses a loved one. Of course your sex life isn't going to be steady. But if you can consider that part of the ride, you can work it out. Mm -hmm. you know? The problem is when you then think because 
you have a sexual lull, mm -hmm. the relationship is shit. And some people do that. Very often when we have, and you notice also this applies to everything, this is why people do drugs, right? Uh, and, and, and hope that something great happens again and it doesn't for a while or never on drugs because it's artificial. But there is a very specific phenomenon that if you've had a peak experience, the next thing that happens is a horrible lull for a while. And the reason is that we have um, plateaus, like we have like these glass ceilings, however you would want to call it. And typically what happens is when something kind of reveals itself and like you said, you have this experience and, you know, it's amazing. Then the next thing that happens is kind of a, the doldrums. You know what the doldrums are? Yeah. So you have that moment where it feels like nothing's happening because you're sifting through a strata where there isn't much going on. Unless you had like massive amounts of trauma for many, many layers and whatever. Typically what happens is you have a thing, then nothing happens, then you hit another thing. Right? Sometimes the nothing happen is the sign that you're about to hit a thing. Because often those 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 pockets of experience, they don't have to be negative, they can be positive pockets of experience, are glossed over by a hold you know, or by a ceiling, so to speak. And so you have to essentially relax into the expectation that every time you do a practice, this is also true with sex and other things, it's going to be amazing. It's not. It's because that's, you know, you have no contrast if it's always the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So um, you had that once, right? For like many months. Three months. Three, three months Tao did nonlinear and nothing happened. Nothing, daily though, right? And it's like you, you want to kind of rip your hair out and then suddenly it pops. And just because you don't feel something doesn't mean something isn't happening. It's just not the apparent stuff. Yeah. And so the way to engage with something like a nonlinear practice, and you could say this about meditation or anything, meditators report the exact same thing in their practice. You have to just go, well, I'm going to do that because it's good, good hygiene, you know, and as it is with flossing, this is a gross example, you know, when you floss, sometimes it's just flossing and sometimes it's like, whoa, what happened, right? Yeah, it's a meal. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> It's so horrible. But, but that, is, that is how it is, right? It's just you don't know, but you're still flossing. So what I mean with pops is you, you're bored, you're bored, you're bored, nothing happens super boring you're like why the fuck am i doing this there's many other things i could do with my life yeah <laughs> well whatever i guess it's good for me oh god boring 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 oh god i'm in my and suddenly it's like whoa right and, and and the feeling is you you kind of dropped into another experience and suddenly you're in a totally different realm of experience whatever that is could be emotional could be physical could be mental, spiritual, it's just you hit like a next, you know, it's like when you sift through earth, there's different layers, you just hit a different layer. And the way that uh, appears in, in the somatic experience is there's suddenly 
You know, it's like when you swim and suddenly there's a cold current coming or something, or a warm current. It's like that. Something just appears and now you're in a different realm. So sometimes that's quite dramatic and sometimes it's super subtle, but you're suddenly in a different room, so to speak.